Faster Fluency Conversation Club podcast, small things you do to keep moving forward to solve problems. Welcome to the Faster Fluency Conversation Club podcast by Business English with Christina. The Faster Fluency Conversation Club takes place on Zoom and is a way for you to improve your fluency and confidence in English by talking about real-world topics. We meet for one hour every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, and we would love you to join us. If you want to practice your English, become more confident, and meet people just like you from all around the world, and have guidance from my expert teachers and me, just click the link in the show notes. Our podcast listeners receive a 50% discount on the first month of membership with the discount code FFCC50. Come and join us today. And that's the longest title ever for a podcast episode, but that's okay. Linda, how are you doing today? I'm good. And you? I'm doing well, doing well. Yes, very excited to be recording a new batch of podcasts. I can't talk. It's the end of the day when we're recording this, which is totally fine. Native speakers make mistakes too, but that's not the topic for today. It's, it's okay because I understand you. That needs I, to be the focus. There right? you go. That's yes. it. Making sure the other person understands <laughs> yeah. that's what we're going for. And that's what we're going to talk about. Or that's what we're going to talk about. Yeah. Anyway, so little things that you do to keep moving forward to solve problems. Linda, I don't know if if you've got some kind of big problem that you need to tackle and it seems, you know, just kind of big and overwhelming and yeah. you're not sure what to do. What do you do actually in this situation? So I actually enjoy problem solving. I am a huge fan of brainstorming and yeah. contingencies, contingencies, plan A, plan B, plan X, Y, Z. I like to think of the options. I'm still a positive person and hopefully I won't need all of those extra mm-hmm. options, but I tend to think about what I can possibly do so that when I hit an obstacle, there's another way uh, mm. to, to go. When I was younger, I would get really fixated on things not working. And so this really yeah. was like an adaptive process yeah, for yeah, me yeah. Yeah. because yeah, really, if something didn't work out, I would get so frustrated and so disappointed that mm. the original plan didn't work that yeah. I would get blocked. Right. That you're just so, like, it didn't work. I don't know what to do. This is the end of everything. I'm stuck. Yeah. 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 So really thinking of other things that I could do that it would still be okay or good enough, or mm. maybe sometimes it even turned out better than the original plan. Yeah. And I think that was also an, an epiphany, you know, mm. the, the aha moment when I mm-hmm. realized like everything will be okay. Yeah, I think it's if you've got those like plan B and plan C and and all the like contingency plans that I think that can be reassuring because it's like you said, Mm -hmm. it's like if your first plan doesn't work out, it's just like, okay, I tried the first option. It didn't work. Let's go to the second option. Okay, that didn't work. Let's go to the third option. And I, I think it helps, like you said, yeah, to keep or to avoid getting blocked because that one thing didn't work. And it's like you just keep going on that momentum of like, I'm here to do something and get it done because you don't have to think about, you don't have, maybe it's like, you don't have to deal with the emotions of the first thing not working and also deal with trying to decide what to do instead. It's like, okay, didn't work. Boohoo. I'm a little sad. Let's go to the next thing. And maybe that does make it a lot easier actually to deal with something not working out the first time. 
I think I always go back to the same thing because moving to France did absolutely, absolutely did not go as planned. Right. Yeah. Um, I don't think moving to another country never goes <laughs> as you planned it to, but yeah. But even when I think back to, for example, my university experience, I mm. went to two different universities. I yeah. also went to culinary school in there Yeah. because plan A, B, and C, none of them worked. And yeah. so it was constantly adjusting and trying different things and figuring out what really works. But the other thing for me was also talking to friends and family and people I trusted to let them give me input. So when I talk mm. about brainstorming, it's not just yeah. me because other people will see things in a way yeah. that you didn't see them or maybe without emotion or with yeah. a different kind of clarity. So, and, yeah. and you, what, what do you do? I was going to say that I think brainstorming is probably something I should do more of because the things I've noticed, like what you just said, sometimes like I can get stuck on a problem for like weeks or months at a time. And I'm just like, I don't know. I can't see how to make this possible and it's just not working and it's not going to work. And we've tried everything and and we just have to scrap the problem. And then I'll ask somebody like generally one of you guys or a friend of mine and in my co-working space. And I'm like, I can't figure this out. And you'll be like, why don't you do this? And I'm like, I don't know. Why didn't I think of that? That is such a simple solution. And it's a really good one yeah. too. I totally agree that sometimes you get, uh, what's the expression? You, you know, you can't see the forest for the trees. It's like, you're too focused on that one thing. Yeah, exactly. You just can't see all the other options and somebody can come in and just look at it and go do this. And you're like, yeah, you're right. Everybody has a different way of of viewing things like that as well. So I don't know if you've ever taken the the Meyer Briggs uh, personality Mm -hmm. test. Yeah. Where like some people are exactly, but it, when I went to school for psychology, that mm. was one of the things that we studied. And I remember I tested as as, as an architect. Okay. So like yeah. a, lot, a lot of engineers are architects where like mm. they can plan and see all of the ways that, that things are going to work together. And yeah. sometimes you need somebody that sees things in a different way. So, yeah. I mean, it's exactly what you just said, that sometimes yeah. you just can't see it differently than you originally thought mm. of it. So, yeah. And you just need somebody coming in externally and saying, hey, try this. And you're like, I didn't see that option. Yeah, I'd say maybe that. And I'm trying to think, what else do I do if I'm in a problem? I have noticed one, like there's this, I've noticed this cycle of how I deal with problems like that. And it's like, let's say there's the plan A, it doesn't work out. And let's imagine it's sort of like a big thing. And then I'm generally, I'll get very like, down in the dumps for like two days, basically. And I'll be like crying. Oh, it's not working. I don't know. It's never going to work. I'm going to stop everything. I, um, I can relate. Yes. And, and, then, <laughs> and, and then it's like, there's like this internal diet. It's like, all right, Christina, stop whining about it. Pick up the pieces, get to work, yeah. put a plan in action. And I'll just start listing. All right. So what's the next, so what's the things I have to do to solve this situation or solve this problem? And, and I think it's like, literally, it's like, doesn't work sad and depressed about it for a couple of days, then I'm like, just do something else now, find another solution and get on with it. And that's pretty much how it works. So So, like, so there's actually psychologists that study exactly what you're talking about. And the idea is called grit. Okay. If someone has grit, that means that they continue in the face of adversity. And so when you can, like you said, dust yourself off Mm. and and keep going after you've fallen, someone that can do that repeatedly is someone that has grit. And it's something that 
scientists actually study. So good job. (laughs) Thank you. I'm going to put that on my LinkedIn profile. Qualities. I got grit. (laughs) Right. (laughs) All right. Okay. Well, great. Well, I learned something on this podcast as well. So I think that'll be a good place for us to uh, bring this one to an end. And yeah, thank you, Linda, for teaching you something today. Yeah, this was fun. All right. Thanks. Thank you for listening again this week. As a bonus for our listeners, we now offer the transcript of this episode for free so you can read after listening. Our goal is to help you improve all aspects of your English. And when you become a member of the Faster Fluency Conversation Club, each week you also get exercises on grammar, vocabulary, pronunciation, and more directly connected to the topic of the conversation each week. In addition to the daily speaking practice in the club, you'll also make friends around the world with professionals just like you, so you have fun learning and remember what you learned better. And because you listen to this podcast, you get a 50% discount on your first month of membership. Just use the code FFCC50. And if you'd like to join the club, The link for more details is in the show notes for this podcast. We hope to see you in the club.